Good afternoon, good evening, and good morning, depending on where you are in the universe. Welcome to Delaney Diamond Presents and Author Chat, where we interview authors about their books, their writing process, and get all up in their personal lives. Okay, I'm kidding. This show is sponsored by the Delaney Diamond Readers Lounge, an online community of readers where we bond over great books and support programs that promote literacy and book distribution. To join us, visit DelaneyDiamond.com and select the Readers Lounge tab. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Delaney Diamond Presents and Author Chat. I'm your host, Lexi Rourke, and today I am chatting with the one and only author, Taylor Love, about her novel, Crashing In on Love. Before we get started, let me introduce you to this prolific author. Actually, I'm going to let her introduce herself. Take it away, Taylor. Right. Hi, everyone. Um, thank you for having me, first off. Um, and so I am author Taylor Love, and I write contemporary sexy modern romance. Um, I focus primarily on Black-on-Black -black love stories that are sweet, romantic, steamy, and in my view, positive. Um, Hopefully my book should appeal to readers who want to see what I consider a non-dysfunctional way of Black love coming together. Um, you know, when you have a glass of wine and a little bit of downtime. So that's who I am. I'm also from Michigan, born and raised, and I still reside in Michigan, though not in my hometown. Um, so I'm a Michigan girl. I love it. And that's who I am. So I have to ask, seeing as how I live in California, what's the weather like up there? <laughs> the, weather, <laughs> the, weather, <laughs> the weather here will be getting snow probably as soon as this call finishes, the snow will start. And I think it's 20 something degrees right now. Ooh, burr. Mm. Okay. We won't talk about the weather here. I'll just let it go. Okay. So, Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to know? Oh, it's it's sunny in 65. Yeah, no problem. I'm very jealous. We won't have that until like April. So. Oh, no, that's too cold. Well, stay warm. And I heard actually I've heard across the country that there are storms and really bad weather systems. So wherever you are, everyone, please stay warm. Uh, we know we need you here. So let's get into this. So I want to know, because I always like to ask this question. Did you always want to be a writer? If not, what inspired you to start writing, writing and why romance? You know, just um, a little, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So the answer for that is yes. I have always wanted to be an author. Um, so when I was in kindergarten, I won a Young Authors Award. And basically what they did, they took each of us out into the hallway and they just said, make up a story. And apparently, you know, I was one of the few kids that didn't recite a fairy tale or something they had been read. And I just came up with a story called The Lonely Orange, right? And it was a full-blown story from start, middle, and end. Um, and so I've always written poems um, and short stories in school um, outside of, you know, needing to write it for school. So, yeah, that has literally been what I've wanted to do forever. And I think it was around 18 that I officially said out loud that I want to be an author. All right. Why romance? Oh, that's right. Uh, why romance? Okay. Well, that is, <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit part of something else I may end up um, answering, but basically short answer, I've been an avid reader since 10 and I've been reading romance since 10 years old. And, you know, without giving out my exact age, basically I've been reading romance for 30 years. So it made sense for when I, you know, finally decided to publish that, I would start in that genre, though I do have plans, God willing, to write in several different genres. Nice. Yeah, I, and that question keeps coming up, like, 
when, when you started reading, I started reading romance and people look at you funny. And I'm like, so you were never in the grocery store with your grandma. And that's literally what was at your height. I mean, that's the book that was there <laughs> at the end of the end cap and the grocery yes. line was the Harlequin romance. So hello, that's what I started with. Um, you know, and, you know, not including like Harold and the Purple Crayon and that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you remember your first romance or one of your first ones? I don't. Um, it was, a, I just know it was a Harlequin. I can say that. Basically, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm the youngest of 12 kids, six boys, six girls. And so wow. I ended up um, reading a lot of the books that were left by my older siblings. So yes. Um, again, with five other sisters, they read a lot of romance. It's a lot of readers in my family as well. And so, so I just, cool. you know, found some old, very old, probably written in the 70s, uh, Harlequins that I started reading when I was 10. And I just never stopped. <laughs> wow. So let me get this straight. You know, you know, Delaney, you didn't say there was going to be math involved. Hold on. 13. You That makes you the 13th child. No, no, I'm the 12th, but total okay, is six boys and six, six girls. Oh, six boys, six girls. So you're the 12th. Okay. Wow. Ooh, okay. You hug your mom for me. I'm just kidding. I will. <laughs> they are both living. My mom and dad are both still living. Uh, they're in their early going on mid 80s. And uh, my mom had me when I think she was 40 or 41. So, yeah. Um you know, they're from down south, Tennessee, and that they both grew up on a farm. I grew up on a farm, actually, yes. of nine acres. And so that's what they did back there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So I need to add, do you write full-time or part-time? Yes. Yeah, so for me, I write technically part-time. My okay. full technically professional day job uh, for the last 15 years has been in HR. So I'm an HR professional. Um, so a lot of reading there as well. Sometimes it seems I'm the only one and, you know, nobody else reads what we send out to the company, but, um, I do policies, procedures. And then in the last probably 10 years, I've focused on recruiting and hiring talent acquisition. Wow. So, so I, you know, even though this is totally not something we discussed, we were going to talk about, I have to. So that your I know your industry really changed, you know, over the past two oh, yeah. years. There's a lot of shifts. Yeah. Um, wow. I'm just I just can't imagine what's going on, you know, in HR right now. So I'll I'll talk about I'll I'll text you about that. Or I'll DM you about that later. But <laughs> okay, it just seems fascinating because you, you you think about how industries have changed because of COVID and HR, human resources. Um, for those of us that are overseas and may not know our little acronyms, but human resources, you just Wow. I mean, because now it's so um, you got the COVID. I mean, it's like a question. There's like <laughs> questions. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it crazy. And my HR groups, they're very stressed. Um, yes. <laughs> but I was yes. pretty lucky. The The job I had during all of COVID was not that stressful overall. So I got lucky on that one. But yeah, it's it's very stressful for a lot of people right now. Yes. Well, I'm rooting for all of us here. So <laughs> So as a part-time writer, that means that, you know, you got a full-time job and, and how do you do that? How do you do the writing with the full-time job? I've heard of people saying, you know, I write during lunch breaks, I'm dictating in the car. And then are you a plotter, a planter in all of this? Talk, talk to us a little bit, if you can, about your writing process and how you do that with a full-time job. Sure. And so for me, I did like most, well, all of these books that are currently published. Uh, I think I wrote the five books within two years or two and a half years. Wow. So 
I was in a place, I guess, in life where I was just ready to do it. And I think that is a little bit me. Sometimes I get in these very focused moods. And so I just wrote, I'm also a night owl. So FYI, I'm a night owl. And so (laughs) literally um, when I was in that frenzy, staying up till 5 a.m. was not a big deal. Um, Sometimes 7, 8, like the preacher show would be on when I was getting ready to go to bed. (laughs) I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yes, yes. So that would be on quite often. Um, And so I tend to do my best work I say late afternoon to nighttime so for me that's when I would write mostly anyway um and so it really didn't interfere with my job and then you know you just get it in it it really is that though as a writer you know you take your laptop when you go on trips to visit family you write on lunchtime in your little notebook and then go type you know with a pen and then take it home and you type it up you do all those little things and also for the plotter or panster I am mostly a panster with a bit of plotting. So what I call it is plot points. Um, For me, when I first think of a story, maybe five different things pop up that they're going to do this, they're going to do that, they're going to do this. I then, when I do my outline, I put those plot points relatively somewhere in the story. So, you know, like, okay, it's going to happen in the first couple chapters. This plot point will happen somewhere in the middle, this one near the end. And then I just start writing the story. And so I never know how I'm going to get to A to B, you know, plot point A to plot point B. I just come up with it as I go. And then, of course, as I'm writing, sometimes more plot points come. So then I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to happen too. And then I throw that somewhere in chapter nine or chapter whatever. So, yeah, it's kind of off the seat of my pants, even though I do know what's going to happen at certain points. But how I get there, I have zero clue. Wow. That scares me. <laughs> no, that's not true. It terrifies me. <laughs> but that's amazing. I, and I love that what you said that, you know, whether it's a, in a notebook or whatever you're doing, you're finding some way to get the words on the page and then you are, uh, you know, and then you have to retype them. I don't think anyone appreciates, I, uh, you know, just, just the amount of work that is involved in getting a book uh, to publish. It, by the time it gets onto my Kindle or in my hands in some way or in my ears or what have you, there's just so much work that goes on, so much sacrifice. And personally, as an avid reader, I thank you. I thank you. Thank you're welcome. You. And thank you. But yes, it really is. I mean, literally, you're making notes in your Samsung phone, you're, you know, <laughs> the notes. A lot of people use their voice recorders on their phone. Um, but yeah, when you're in the thick of writing, you think about your book all day long, you really do. And so you have to try to note down the really important things that jump out at you so you don't forget them. Um, and yeah, you just have to put the work in. I have, I don't know how many books right now that I have plot points for the book, um, or light outlines right now, because I don't want to forget something. So even if it's a book that I know is not slated to come anytime soon, if I, randomly think of something for it I'm, I have to put it down right and then for those for those folks that are listening uh, either here live or on the recording uh, can you just tell us uh, quickly what is a plot point so for me this is just a term I made up um, right. but I do know you know speaking to some other authors they may call it something different but it's basically like a plotter so a plotter says this happens first and this happens right after and then that happens right after that and so for me since I don't do that the whole way through plot points may be um so let's take for instance my first book right mm-hmm. all i knew when i came up with that book is that they're going to have a random meeting it's going to be a random meeting romance and so then it was like well where do they meet and 
it popped up into my head that they're going to meet on the sidewalk during lunch hour. Okay. And they're going to bump into each other. So that literally was just a plot point. And it was literally mm-hmm. maybe those two sentences. So that's what I will put in my outline. That's how they meet. And then later on, I say, okay, they go to a club. I That's another plot point. When they go to the club, I don't know. Right? right Is right. that at the beginning? Because you're a pantser. Yeah. Right. right. I'm a pantser, but I just know I want a club scene. So okay. that's what I mean by plot points. Got it. So just so because that, that's interesting, because I know some people. Oh, my goodness. I know one author writes like a 150 page outline before she even starts writing. I'm like, look, that's the first draft. But anyway, <laughs> she, she writes like a 150 page outline. I know some authors who are like, oh, look, there's a red bird. And then they just write a whole book. And I just it just right. makes no sense. To, <laughs> makes no sense to yep. me. So I, and then there are people like you who they need some some kind of structure, whether it's these are the things I know I want to happen in the story or these are the plot points. Some people call them turning points or energetic markers in the story. Like this is when they first meet. This is when things really get bad. This is when things change. This is the conflict. You know, this is the big, you know, the grovel scene or whatever you want to call it. So that's interesting to hear about your process. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Yes, yes, yes. So so you put a lot of heart and soul into your books. You're doing this during your lunch hour. I mean, you're just giving your all. What is it that you hope readers get from your books? What is it that you hope they feel or learn when they read a Taylor Love book? Yeah, so, you know, that, for me, I just prefer my books overall to have low drama. So that doesn't mean no drama, but, you know, we all have our own definition of what drama is or whatnot. But for me, I prefer them to be low drama and I like to stick to the journey of two people meeting over time and then, you know, falling in love, showing the actual falling in love part. Um, And of course, you got to show the pitfalls, the ups, the downs and all of that, because, you know, nothing is ever perfect or even easy sometimes. So my goal is always to tell interesting, contemporary and realistic to a degree. Um, we all want make-believe, and this is definitely fiction. I write fiction. Um, romance <laughs> stories, right, for yes. African-Americans around the world. And I just hope my readers get a sense of hope and understanding that we as Black women, we deserve romance. And we yes. deserve non-dysfunctional love in our lives. So oh, honestly, that is what I'm trying to put out with my particular writing when it's my contemporary romance. What? Come on, low angst, no drama. What we can't have love without pain. Okay, I'll stop it. I'll let. I'm dropping it. I'm dropping it. I call it. Um, what did they call it? Oh, there's a there's an expression for it, and I was like, that nailed it on the head. Not drama porn. Not pain porn. Trauma porn. That's right, right, right. Trauma porn. I I was like, yes. (laughs) Do we have to go through all of this just to get love? My God. Not in my books and not in my contemporary books. Again, when I write other genres, who knows? But for the contemporary, no, I prefer that not to be the main focus. Yes. Thank you. And I appreciate it. So let's talk about these crazy kids, Tamara and Benjamin. So so what inspired you to write this book? Well, not just the book, but um, the whole series, Vacation Love series. What inspired you to, to start that series and this book in particular? Yeah, so I was halfway done with my first trilogy, um, and I was pretty much wrapping up book two and had one more book to go, and I was starting to think about, okay, what are you going to write next, right? What other series? Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to tie this one in by theme versus people, right? Um, my first series is definitely all the people are interconnected, and I wanted my next series just to be connected by theme only. 
Um, I like to travel. I don't travel as much as I want to, but I technically like to travel. <laughs> and so, um, and to be fair, like it's probably like two main reasons. So once I got the theme of, you know, let's, let's do people falling in love while on vacation. Um, after that, one was my sister. So the dedication in the book is to my sister who is deceased. She passed 33. Yeah. yeah and, but she was a lawyer. She was a, a labor uh, relations lawyer working for the government here in Michigan. And so I just thought of her like someone like her who's, you know, super busy all the time, doesn't have tons of time for romance. And then she finally gets a vacation. You know, what would that be like for her? Um, to fall in love, someone a little bit more serious, a little bit more focused. And then on top of that, um, and this is a little TMI, but that's okay. That's what we're here for in a way. Um, <laughs> I have always had a fantasy of going on vacation and having a fling. So for me, I'm like, hey, you know, write your own fantasy, right? Um, right, right, right. Fortunately, that has not happened yet. Uh, but, you know, I'm still young enough. I might make that happen one day. You are but, young. Yeah, yeah, for now. Um, <laughs> I've got aches and pains already. Trust me, that's been happening for years. But um, talk to me but, in yeah. ten years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to think about it because I got too many now. But um, yeah, so those were the main reasons that right. this book came about. It was um, a little bit about me thinking about you know what would that be like for her, and then also my own fantasy of hey, you go on vacation, and I just taken a solo trip. Um, Oh, goodness. Not that long before I started writing this book, I think. Um, and so it was kind of like, you know, if you went on a solo trip, what would happen? And so that's how this book came about. Yeah. You know, you mentioned that. That's funny because <clears throat> one of the questions we asked in the lounge was, where do you like to go for for romantic things or, you know, when you when romance is the theme? And one of the answers, and I forgot who it was, but she responded, Cosimel. And I was like, oh, that's that's funny because... Um, I think 30 years ago, I went to Cozumel because uh, I just had a really bad breakup and I went by myself. And my mother's like, are you okay? Why are you going by yourself? What is going on? And I was like, mom, I just need to be by myself because this is the man I was going to marry and it did not work out. I'm so sorry. I am all for that. Oh, are you kidding? I scored with the one I have now. <laughs> but okay. I, I, I totally get that. It, and I oh, this to- is crazy, but that's where I went on my solo trip. No. Well, I actually went to Panda yes. Potterman because um because a friend of my mom's you know okay they own a hotel there right not us they own the hotel there oh. so, <laughs> so that's the only way my mother even though I lived out of the house that's the only way I could get her to to be okay with this was that I would go to this lady's house where they would watch basically watch over me right yeah no I went I went to um I just my I'm probably one of the more adventurous people in the family. And so right. I just tell my parents and I give them my itinerary, but I just go, this is where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And so they, my I'm mom did not like it that I was alone, but, um, you know, I just did it. And yeah, Cozumel is great. I literally got kissed by a seal. I got parrots on my back and or on my shoulder. I mean, I did so much there while I was there. It was wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you know, one of the questions that came up was uh, Delaney said, uh, what other genres do you want to write? And I'm hoping that one of them is a, is a travel writer, travel nonfiction writer. But uh, do you have what other uh, genres? Let's go back to that. What what other genres are you thinking about writing? And then we'll continue on with Tamara and Benjamin. Oh, sure. Um, so horror. So wow. uh, horror has been a love of mine since 10 years old as well. Um, at 10, 11, 12, all that I was reading Stephen King, um, Dean Kuntz. 
their old stuff that was very gory yes. and horrific. Um, so not the new stuff now. I actually don't even like it now. But yeah. like I was reading their original works and it's very crazy and out there. It, <laughs> um, is. So, it is. Yeah, it's really, really crazy. Yes. And when I think back, I'm like, well, I don't know if I would let if I had a child, a 10 year old read it. But that's what I was reading at 10, 11, 12 and up. Um, so I love horror. I would like write horror. I would also like to do some what I call urban drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, books as well mm-hmm. and um I also have lined up mm, I don't even really know what to put it I guess kind of I don't I guess like a crime okay. type book ty- like, crime yeah. slash mystery book that so those would be the three um of my genres and then of course you got some subgenres, but those would be the three that I definitely plan to branch out into and then oh, I also I- write poetry as well I have a couple poetry poetry books out there so it's like we're sister from another mister i love this and i'm just gonna have to follow you and i'm just like i'm even a bigger fan now because oh thank you you were talking about stephen king and i'm and i just remember when people were talking about the shawshank redemption i'm like yeah well you didn't read the book and then it's read right 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 right. no i'm a huge stephen king fan particularly the older stuff um Yes, Tommy right. Knockers is one of my favorite ever. And if you remember that deals yes. with a writer, right? And I mean, even when I was reading it, I was like, oh my God, that would be so great if the books could come out that way, right? The way she's exactly. writing and how she, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but no, but yeah, yeah I yeah. definitely thought that even when I was reading it then, like, oh my God, this is so great. So, and then the TV show came on during yes. my era and I made my whole family watch it because I was like, we have to turn on this channel and watch Tommy oh Knockers. My, oh my goodness. Um, Oh, yeah. I was, again, (laughs) since I was the baby, I I was able to do that. But yeah, it was like, no, we have to watch this on TV. Knockers with Stephen King. So, yeah. People say this all the time, and it's true, um, because I was, I'll turn 51 this year. And, you know, so we're about the same age. But I'm I'm like, I'm thinking about all the stuff I read and all the things we did and how we learn how to cook and everything. I mean, these, (laughs) the the memes about our generation are spot on. I mean, we are self-sufficient. We're reading, what is the name of that book that every, Flowers in the Attic. We're all reading Flowers in the Attic. Yes, I did. I read, I read many of those again as like a preteen. So I read many of those. And as we know what Flower in the Attic is crazy and probably shouldn't be read by a preteen, but I read all this in front of my parents. I, I'm thankful for them. They never took a book from me or, you know, tried to stop me from reading any type of anything. And I read at school all day long as well. So, yes. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, I'm going to be quiet about the experience of that because the, <laughs> as much as we loved that, I'm pretty sure you experienced the same that a lot of us readers experience. Well, you know, put that book down, some people and wanting you to engage and that kind of thing. And it's so yeah. nice. It's one of the things I love about the lounge and I love about this online reading community is I found my people and I don't have to put my book down. I don't have to. Right, you know what I mean? right. right. <laughs> love it. So let's get back to these crazy kids because, you know, your love of writing and everything. I really want to know, is there a scene in the book that you really enjoyed and is there one that you struggled with yes to both um so the scene that I particularly enjoy in this particular book Mm -hmm. is when her car breaks down and he comes for her Mm -hmm. and so I like it for a lot of reasons I like it because you know the friends are in there her partners and everything um and so you get to see the girl dynamic about oh girl your man coming or whatever um but also (laughs) (laughs) you know but it showed that she needed to understand that he was a man a real one that she could depend on um and that would do what a man is supposed to do whether she asked him or not because again in my mind that's the definition you shouldn't always have to explicitly 
say, hey, I need you to do X, Y, Z, right? Right. Sometimes, yes, but sometimes other things is just inherent that if you're a real man, that's what you're going to do for your, your lady. Um, and then I also feel like it was a moment where she had to learn and grow and understand that deep down that he was in her life and that he wasn't going anywhere and that yes. she did, in fact, need him on all levels. And I think, you know, that was a scene where it was a little, it was conflict, but it, she needed to know that because up till then, I don't think she really had that. Um, and she was used to doing for herself. So again, some of this came up, came to be, because again, a little bit of who I'm going off of when we talk about my sister and even myself as a, a single, very independent woman since a very young age. Right. 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 Um, because again, I left the house at 18 and I've never been back. <laughs> so okay. I've always, you it know, was and six I, days I, before my 18th birthday. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And so for me, like um, I live two and a half hours away from my family, yes. the closest relatives. Um, and I stayed that way. And so it was like, you know, I've always been like, no, I'm good. I can do my own and I can handle it. And that's been my life. And that was definitely my sister life that this book is very, very, very loosely based on. Um, but but, you know, I think sometimes for women like that, myself included, you keep expecting someone else to drop the ball. So you don't even expect them to want to pick up the ball, right? And do it. That's right. And so, yeah. And so I think this was an experience for her to understand that, no, you have a real man that he wants to help you and he will help you. And you don't always have to ask. And it doesn't matter if you didn't tell him to, he's doing what he knows to be the right thing. So that was my favorite part. And again, you know, the kind of ribbing, the kind of seeing the girls together and their dynamic. I liked all of that. And that's why that's one of my favorites. Um, and then the what I struggled to write. So this mm -hmm. may sound a little weird to people. Maybe not, since I've already kind of said I like low drama. Um, <laughs> the backstory on both of their childhoods. So uh -huh. almost none of that was supposed to be in the story. So, you know, when I talk about a pastor again, I definitely have ideas of what the story will be. Not all right. of it, but, you know, a general framework. Um, and that none of that was supposed to be there. except a very little bit about her mother. But as I'm writing, all this stuff starts coming to me. And um, I literally was mad as I was writing it because I didn't like it. I'm like, I don't want this in here because that's not what I want the book to be. Or I didn't want that in general. But um, I write for myself first, my character second, and my readers third. And so my characters sometimes can be very loud and very pushy. And so this is what they told me their their story was. And it yeah. became, you know, more tragic than I wanted. Um, so that is, I honestly really struggled with that. Not the actual writing, because it was coming to me very quickly. Right. Um, and so a lot of their backstory uh, chapters and stuff was written all at once, not you know, a little bit here, a little bit there was written all at once. But I struggled because I'm like, I didn't want that. So right. my characters no. wanted it, but I didn't want it. And that has happened a couple times in various books where I'm like, what is this? Like, I didn't know. What are we doing? <laughs> so um, I think it made the book great. And a little bit, um, you know, I think it's needed because that's who the characters are. But that is what I honestly struggled with. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, I why? You why? know? Um, mm -hmm. Because, yeah, both of your parents have a lot of drama um, and a lot, of, you know, a lot of that trauma love that we were talking about. I'm and, telling so, you. and so, yeah, that I I struggled with big time. I really did. OK, we have a, a, a question 
Um, thank you for that. I really appreciate that. And it just adds so much depth to the story and everything. And I cannot wait to just go through your entire backlist. Uh, both pseudonyms. Um, so the, <laughs> let's see. So Delaney had a question and it's been kind of repeated. Uh, everybody is team, uh, Benjamin, by the way. He's the real one. He's the man. <laughs> and yeah. Delaney wanted to know, she said, I was fascinated by the relationship dynamic between Robert and Mika. Is that how I'm pronouncing it correctly? Yes. Okay. They're a cute couple. Does Taylor have any additional stories about them or plan to write anything about them? Um, so yes. So they have, I'm supposed to, well, I opened it this week. So at least I opened up the story, <laughs> but I'm actively working on their, um, another short with Mika and Robert. Okay. Um, and I don't know if I should say this since I'm talking about another book, but they are my favorite couple ever. And that's oh, my favorite book. Yeah, that's don't. my favorite book out of all my books. It's yeah. my favorite. Um, yeah. And so I do have a short with Mika and Robert. So I have some what I consider um, erotic romance shorts. Mm -hmm. And so I have two for, well, it'll be two if I ever finish writing it, but it is out there right now. It is a short uh, with Mika and Robert. I mean, not that I'm on Amazon right now looking, but if someone were looking for that, uh, what <laughs> is yeah, that the instant went, chemistry series? I mean, which one? Yes, it's under the instant chemistry series. It is. If you, yep. If you go to my author page, you can see it all. I don't have that big of a backlist yet. I want to get there where I have several pages. But right now you can see pretty much everything I wrote on uh, the first or second page. Um, yeah. So, is it yeah. book one? Um, no, it's going to be the third um, erotic short. And it's in a green cover. Oh, instant chemistry. Yep. Erotic chemistry. shorts. And it's yep. the green book. I'm yep. working on it, Tammy. I got oh. I got you. I'm over <laughs> here too. Let's see. Uh oh, yeah. that's it. Okay. Okay, ladies, here it comes. I, I got it, Delaney. I'm gonna drop this link. <laughs> Y'all are not ready for this. We're going off script. Hold on. It says um, <laughs> instant chemistry, erotic romance short. Uh, still considered newlyweds at six months, Robert and Mika are spending what should have been a quiet weekend at home. There's just one problem. Stuffy, serious Robert is bored and idle hands turn into, pleasure, turn into a pleasurable game of wills for these two. From desks to beds to outside play, it is on. When these two heat up heaven, oh, sorry. When these two heat up heaven, help whoever is watching because they don't care about the when or the where. They only care about satisfying each other. Hello. They're so, my favorite couple. They're a little, they're, they're out there, but they are my favorite couple. I like it. Well, I just dropped that link because you got people over here asking for the title. So that's the title. It is the instant chemistry book. It is the one with the green cover and it is book three. And I did drop the link in there. Um, ooh, I didn't, but you know what? I didn't, don't use that link. I'll put it in the, um, in the lounge. Um, Oh, you didn't use the clean link. I see. Well, it's not just a clean link, but no, 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 don't, don't nobody use that link. Well, see what we do. One of the things we did in the lounge was um, any books that you buy through the links we put in the lounge, that money is donated to a literacy organization. Oh, yay. So I'd rather they buy the, you know, click the link through the lounge oh, than that click is that wonderful. link. Because, you know, it increases our donation. Yes. Right. That is wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. Yes. That's yes. excellent. Well, that's Delaney because she is amazing. No, that's wonderful, Delaney. That is really good. <laughs> it is. Okay, so this is my last question about the story, and then we're going to get to the, <clears throat> you know, just a little bit about you. Okay. So, <laughs> how, how long does it? How long did it take you to write this story? I mean, and 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 then in general, how long? About how long does it take you to write a story? Sure. And so, um, 
up till now, I don't know what's going to happen as I continue to write, but because those right. were my first books, I actually did um, religiously like track my writing, right? Um, right? Because I was trying to hopefully get into a groove and, as you say, try to maybe forecast how many books I could do per uh-huh. year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do know exactly how long it took me. Um, so it took me 56 writing days, okay. right? And so that yeah. means days that I opened this particular book and wrote. However, it took me five months and 10 days. So you see what I'm saying? Like, oh, from I, do. The, I do. Okay. Okay. So, but yeah, so 56 writing days. I think my first book, um, Running Into You, took me 49 writing days. And so it looks like when I focus, I can write a book in approximately a month and a half to two months. Right. The key word being focus. I got you. <laughs> exactly. The key, the key word being focus. I am okay. so jealous of authors who have that already. Um, you know, I'm not giving up on myself. I hope to have that um, as I grow and move forward. But I don't have that all the time. I have spurts. Yeah. Well, but if I may lean into that, because that's, that's how you write. And then your writing process may evolve, but if it's working right now, then, you know, lean into it. I, I know some people who can't, they can't write every day. They just can't. They, they will honestly get bored with the story and they will abandon it. So like you, they read, they write in spurts, they write when they can. And I think just like the stories that the you authors write, um, it's that sense of urgency when you know, you only have this amount of time and you need to get it done you're, you know, you really get in there and you get it done. There's no messing around and there's all this other stuff. So yeah, I love it. So now we're going to start talking about you, Taylor. All right. So like I, you, like it is, it is called Delaney's, um, Delaney Diamond's Reader's Lounge. We're all about the readers. And Delaney's even said herself, you know, she's a huge reader and she wants to support readers. So what are you reading or listening to right now? So I am currently, so let me, I guess, be transparent as well. So once I finally published my first book, and remember I said I wrote basically five full novels within about two and two and a half years, Right. my reading dropped off. And so Uh on average, well, I will get to that, but I stopped reading drastically compared to what I normally read, right? Mm -hmm. And so recently... I want to say it started maybe October or November of last year. I got back into reading. However, I, to do that, I had to go back to the books that I knew that I loved um, because a lot of other stuff just wasn't holding my interest at that time. So I've been rereading a couple of my favorite series. So one is a paranormal series um, by Neela Singh. I hope I said that right. Yeah. Um, So I reread Yes. Yeah, yeah, because I started with the new, you know, she has the, the offshot series, the size series. I started with those five or six, and then I went all the way back to the original and started reading. So I read all of those within like a month, um, month, month and a half, so about mm-hmm. 25 books. And then I restarted um, more towards the end of the year with um, another favorite series of mine from J.D. Robb, which is Nora Roberts, which I grew up reading tons of Nora Roberts romances. Um, And she was really the first person I directly read that started to get into paranormal. Um, Her her paranormal is a little bit lighter, usually witches, spells, Mm -hmm. um, amulets, things like that. But I loved it because to me, that was fresh. That was new. And I just loved it. And so... Um, anyway, J.D. Robb, 
I discovered her series, J.D. Robb, in my, I don't know, probably 22-ish, 23-ish. So I've been reading the series now for, again, another 20 years. Um, well, it's, and, it's Even Rourke. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. doesn't love Even Rourke? I love them. And so um, that's what I've been rereading. So I'm on book 12. And, you know, I kind of... Some of them I rebought. I have tons of them in my house. Some of them I bought the ebook, and then a lot of them I'm finding just you know through my library and, and renting them out. But I'm back on book twelve now, um, and I just literally two days ago got done reading her newest release that released in February. Is this so, the in depth series you're on number twelve? Yes, the in depth series. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm on yeah. book twelve. So I love those books. Um, I can reread them and be engaged no matter what. And this is not my first time rereading the series either. It's- so. But it's such, but it's such a good series. I mean, it is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's inspired my inspired my last name. I mean, I literally Aww. don't tell my husband that, but I literally he thinks I got it from some book he likes. But Rourke is literally from from Rourke from Eve's Rourke from Eve Dallas's Rourke. I mean, the man is who? Okay, yes, he is. He is, and so Hello. I just love those books. I love those books, and so that's yes. what I'm currently reading. Um. And I plan to keep just going through them, you know, a little bit here and there. Um, yes, because yes, again, yes. I, I always know I'm going to be drawn into those. So it's a comfort read. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, come on. Uh, I'm pretty sure if I ask anybody in the chat room, do you have a book that you return to when you, when you're in a funk or when you just, you want to get back into reading or you, it's just for, if there's a book that you just return to again and again, we all have that book. We all seem to have that book. And I love, love, love that it's Nalini Singh and, uh, and J.D. Robs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yep. the Witches series. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge Nora Roberts fan, too, in addition to yeah. her J.D. Robb persona. Did you end up reading Archangel, Archangel, Archangel's Light? No. So that, you know, that series. It, yeah, that series has been around for quite a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. And I saw it a while ago whenever I was reading some of the other books. Um I have not gotten into it because I, I will say this. I am sometimes one of those people like, no, I just want this series until yes, yes, I yes. look up on actually opening one of the next series in an author's book. And then I get drawn into that. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I do like this. So no, I haven't read it yet because I don't want to get obsessed with it. <laughs> to be honest, um, Because I'm sure it's great, but yeah, no, I haven't got into it. So you're reading the side changeling series then? Yeah, the whole, yeah, yeah. I, well, I read it. I read it all right. last year in about a month and a half. I reread them all. And then it was weird. I had to stop myself from reading them because then after reading almost all the books twice, I was like, I just started going back and picking my favorite books and reading scenes. And I was like, stop it. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you just read this book like maybe seven days ago. So why are you back in the exact same book? So yes. yeah, I had to make myself move on from that. Uh, those two series, uh, uh, Guilt Hunter and Side Changeling, those are by Nalini Singh, and they are just amazing series if anybody's in, interested in paranormal uh, romance. She's got thrillers, all kinds, but those two are huge. Um, so that's what we're talking about. There's Nalini Singh, N-A-L-I-N-I-S-N-I-G-H, and I'll uh, add that in the um, Reader's Lounge as well. Okay, so we talked about what you're reading and listening to. We talked about your favorite genres and books growing up. Um, we will just skirt around the whole horror issue and skate, skirt around that. I mean, <laughs> I've read some of them, like It and The Stand, you know, the heavy ones. But, oh yeah. my gosh. Yes. Reading a Stephen King novel 
changes you. I don't care what anybody says. It does. It does. It, my, it does. My, my very favorite one, and I know we're going to skirt over it, but my very, very favorite book of all time is uh-huh. The Talisman. And he wrote <gasps> that with Peter Stiber, but that is, it took me three years to read that book. Yeah. Um, I finally finished it in seventh or eighth grade. I stayed up until 7 a.m. and then just basically went to school. But uh, that is my all-time favorite. I wish they would make a movie of it. It's it's wonderful. But can they, I mean, it's he's the kid's twelve though. Can he? I mean, I guess they could. I don't know. I just love it. I just love it. It's 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 it's, it's you know it's it's out there, right? With the it things is, in but that Stephen book, King. There, but, yeah, but to they me, they were blaming feel, him for COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but oh yeah, because of the one. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, and that's a great book too. I've read the book. I've watched yeah. the movie. I don't know how many times. I just watched the remake that came up like two years ago. So yeah, yeah I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it, but I watched it. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Oh yes, yes, yes. So we we talked about that, and then um, before we open it up for any. Oh wait a minute, it's four forty six. Okay, so let's quickly get this in. Do you have any favorite uh, types of movies or TV shows that you that you watch? Absolutely. So my number one movies to watch is horror. The number two is action. The number three is comedy. You and the horror. Taylor. Yes, I love it. <laughs> I, I love am it. a Frady cat who has to sleep with the lights on after I watch some things. But don't talk about my true crime habit. Anyway, I, um, yeah, really. And the horror. Okay. So when you write a horror book, I will read it. It's so. going to be weird, though. It's going to be like um, Bentley Little, which he's very out there and crazy. But you I read- figure why not? You like Stephen King. We already knew it was going to be out there. It's okay. Yeah. We knew. So before we, let's see, I don't see any other questions and it's already 447. I'm over. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm enjoying the conversation so much. Um, before we end, I think there's a little something special that you have for us and then uh, let everyone know how to reach you on social media and online. Sure. So um, for you guys taking your time out to, you know, come listen to me ramble, um, I am going to give um, three readers um, a signed book um, if you sign up for my newsletter. So I just put it in the chat. That's the link. Um, Just make sure you add DD Book Club to one of the name the name slots and that way I'll know you're from Delaney's book club okay and so Perfect. you have until midnight tonight eastern time so probably about four hours after we get off of here till midnight I will then randomly use a random online drawing and um, I will of course contact the winners three winners and let them know I'll also let Delaney know um, so if she wants to post it in the group of who won um, but yeah, I just appreciate you guys, you know, dropping in. If you do have any last minute questions for me about crashing in on love, I'd love to answer it. I know, right? Well, the, let us know how to reach you and then oh, we'll yes. see if there are any other questions. Sure. So on Facebook, um, I have a, you know, my writing group. It's not even a group, but it's just my page that when I do have news stories or different things about writing that I share links to. So it's TaylorMade Daydreams, which is like my writing company. Um, so you can find that on Facebook. On Instagram, I am Taylor Love Writer. And on Twitter, I am Taylor Love. Why do I need to pull this up? Because I honestly don't know. <laughs> because you don't talk to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I call myself writing it down, but I don't think I wrote it down correctly. Um, on Twitter, I am at Taylor Love Write. 
And then on Instagram, Taylor Love Writer. I tried to get them as close as possible. <laughs> yeah. You know, it makes it easier. Oh, yes. it, oh. Um, Delaney wants to know if you have anything coming out soon. So the short answer is no. The But the long answer is I should. <laughs> because <laughs> um, I gave myself till April to get the next short out. That is, again, Mika and Robert. And it's going to be a short uh, dealing with them taking their first anniversary um, of marriage. And they're going to go back to Jamaica. And they're actually um, going to go to Ben's hotel. So I have a thing where I do try to, if it makes sense, I do try to interconnect my series. Mm -hmm. Um, But only if it makes sense, right? I don't force it if it doesn't make sense. But since they got married in Jamaica, that's where Tamara and Ben met. Um, Robert and Mika go back for their one year anniversary and they go to his hotel. So um, in that short, you'll see a little bit of Tamara and Ben as well. So that is what I want to finish and hopefully get published by the end of April. Um, and then from there, my plans are to do the last trilogy book for the Vacation Love series, get it written. I don't know about published, but written by the end of December. And then I actually also want to publish near fall the first um, urban drama book of mine. Nice. Yeah, they all have covers. Covers kind of motivate me. Right. Well, <laughs> so we they, already spent the money. <laughs> yes, yes. So I have actually quite a few covers right? um, that I already have outlines and stuff. So maybe I should maybe print one out. And if I look at it every day, that'll get me going. But <laughs> so you said, Thank you, Tammy. Third, you said that will be the third book in the Vacation Love series. So the first book is Crashing In on Love. And the second book, what's the second book? Um, Lover's Hiatus. Mm-hmm. And, who, wh- and who's so, that story? Yeah. Yeah, so that story is about two writers, actually. So basically, it's a stranded together love story. Um, two people book a timeshare uh, mountain cabin at the same time. And so they're both writers. One is, um, is he a horror writer? Mm, yes, he's a horror writer. One is like a horror writer. And then the other one is, um, she's actually a professor. But she's going there to write her solo, first solo uh, book. So... Because a lot of time professors join together to write books, but this time it will be just her name on it. And so she's going there to focus and finish up her book. Um, they both are stubborn. They decide to stay. Um, and, you know, they slowly fall in love. So wait. So, so Taylor just told her, listen to this byline. Her vacation timeshare has a tiny problem. There's a grumpy naked man in her bed. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's that's what's on uh, Amazon. I know Tammy is reading that, so I can't wait to get into this one. Love it, love it, love it. Yes, I hope you enjoy. I hope all of you enjoyed or got some type of enjoyment or entertainment out of um, Crushing in a Love. Um, books to me are entertaining. Sometimes they taught me a lot of different things in life. But if nothing else, I just hope that, you know, you had a few hours of enjoyment in some manner. Oh, I know I did. I mean, I, oh, I, I mean, oh, Tammy says, spoiler alert, hot and sexy for, uh, <laughs> for hiatus, for lovers hiatus. It, I, I'm going to start that one next week. I have to tell you that when I, um, when I, you know, when I wanted to grow up, I wanted to be a lawyer. So I, and you know, life had other plans. So I truly enjoy anytime I can read a book about an author being in love, loving, you know, that kind of thing. I enjoy it, but I so rarely can see myself, if you know what I mean, in the character. So I truly, truly enjoyed seeing an African-American woman 
as a lawyer being exactly how I knew I, I, I know I would be exactly the same way if I got into law, just married to my word, leave me alone. I don't need this. Can't see what's in front of me. Stubborn, stubborn, stubborn. And I truly, truly love that story. So thank you so much for, for all of us who, you know, we want to see ourselves in, in, you know, in these characters and in these professions. Thank you so much for doing that. Very welcome. I, and that's what I try to do. I guess, you know, we only know what we know. So I try to pick real women that, or at least uh, semi-personalities that I know of, yes. of actual people, or, you know, even myself, right? And I will right. say, I feel like every writer puts, at least I do, I put a little bit of myself in every single book. So yeah. um, I have a multi-complex, I'm a Libra, so we're a little out there sometimes. Um, Libra? <laughs> yes, I am. And so, you know, <laughs> We have different things depending on our scales. And so it's a lot of facets of even myself, right? I'm yes. not one thing. Um, and most people are not one thing. So I, it's a little bit of me and I feel like all of my books. Yes, there is. And then let me see. Tammy said, love black romances. Um, yeah, I think yours, because I don't typically read black romance. I just, you know, I, I look at the description and if I like it, I read it. Um, my husband is Italian, so it's um, it's interesting to write. It's interesting to read. You know, I read everything, um, right. but I have truly enjoyed reading your books, and I and I I just saw myself in it, and I love the characters, and I just so appreciate it. And let's see, Monique said I enjoyed it. Ben and Tamara are fire, so they are hot. Uh, Sharon says I loved it. Delaney says I enjoyed crashing in on love. The wedding crasher, right? And that was the other reason I liked it was the wedding crasher. I mean, that just that's just totally something I, I have to read. And Sharon says the wedding crasher scene made me laugh because I had wedding crashers <laughs> at my wedding. Wow, okay, wow. Sharon, you're going to talk to us about that. <laughs> we have to talk about that in the lounge, Sharon. <laughs> Do you have pictures? <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Let me get to the right slide. I have not yet. Yeah, there we go. So um, I don't think we have any more questions. And I have kept you too long. I'm so sorry, but I've so enjoyed the You're conversation. You're fine. You're fine. Yep. And I'm glad. I really am. Thank you again, Delaney, for having me. Yes. Um, I really appreciate it. I'm glad you enjoyed the book. And I'm glad all of you seem to, again, enjoy the book or get something out of it. So honestly, that's, you know, that's all we can hope for as a writer, that we reach someone and we give some something back to their lives and again I know for me uh reading and writing well not well writing too but reading literally helped me throughout my whole life it, it helped me survive so for I know a lot of avid readers may feel the same but so mm -hmm. I am thankful to the authors that came before me and I just want to uplift someone else with you know some enjoyment well you have um I'm gonna go ahead and uh Let's see, Keith. Oh, Tammy says, keep them coming. Delaney says, thank you for joining us. Oh, there you, and then Taylor said, thank you. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you to everyone listening. Those of us, those of you that are here with us live and those of you that are listening to the recording and an extra, extra, extra special thank you to Taylor Love. Uh, make sure you grab a copy of her novel, Crashing In on Love for your enjoyment. Until next time, peace, love, and books. <laughs>